This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Here's how things are shaping up. Right now in the Eastern Conference, it's the Celtics, uh, 28 and 12, a game ahead of the Nets, who have made a late charge, or not a late charge, but a recent charge, and now sit second in the Eastern Conference, just game back of the Celtics, 27 and 13. But the big news, Kevin Durant is supposed to get an MRI on his knee today. So I'm sure Nets fans are a little worried. This was a team that was streaking in the right direction, really playing some awesome basketball. But Jenks, this is just another reminder of how, ma- how much you know star players mean to the NBA. Because if Kevin mm-hmm. Durant's out for a good amount of time, do you think this is a death sentence for the Nets? Or do you think this is a team that can at least stay afloat until he gets back? I mean, they can stay afloat, but yeah, it is a death sentence as far as playoff. If we're talking potentially about a longer term, uh, you know, some sort of setback or where he has to sit out for a couple months, let's say, they'll be okay. But A, the timing is bad. B, the more time that these guys get together, because if you think about it, if you take a step back, it really hasn't been all that long that the Nets have been at full strength without someone sitting out or someone injured. Like just now they're starting to get to that point where, yeah, we're getting we're getting our feet wet and we're learning how to play together. And it's no coincidence, Nets have been playing awesome basketball. So this would be a massive step back if he's injured for any sort of significant amount of time. Right, because uh, their seating would be affected. And like you said, I think it has been helpful for KD and Kyrie being able to play with each other because it was such a tough thing getting um, all of the superstars together last season uh, among the circus that was Kyrie Irving and all of his problems last year. So this kind of sucks for a team that was trending in the right direction. But if you still believe in the Nets to win the East, they are plus 450 over at BetMGM. I believe that's probably changed since the news of Kevin Durant uh, getting injured last night. But we'll see if it's good news. Maybe it's not as big of a deal as uh, some people are making out to be. Right now, the Celtics, still your favorites to win the East at plus 175, followed by the Bucks at plus 240. But, Jenks, let's get into today's slate in the association, starting with the Wizards and the Pelicans. This is a short spread here. Washington laying a point and a half. Total 228 and a half. CJ McCollum out for the Pelicans, it looks like. And that's probably why this line is shorter or, you know, the Wizards are favored in this one. Yeah, I, God, can I just barf in a bag instead of betting on this game? I guess what I would do is I would probably, I would probably lean Wizards in a point and a half. I'm not going to bet this game, but the Pelicans have lost four of five. They look totally lost without Zion Williams. So we know Brandon Ingram is out. Their average offense during the last five games, Chelsea, has dropped seven full points 
I mean, you talk about a downshift and how they've been performing with the basketball. Then again, do I really want to trust the Wizards without Bradley Beal? And I don't think Bradley's going to play tonight. I will pass on this game, but if I had to bet it, I guess I would lean with the team playing better, so I'd lean Wiz. Yeah, this is a complete stay away for me. Uh, mm-hmm. The Pelicans have not been a team you want to trust as of late. Coming off back-to-back losses, too, I will say two good teams in the Nets and the Mavericks, but um, don't really want to trust Washington either. They had that little stretch where they had won five games in a row, but some of those teams were not very good, uh, beating uh, Orlando, a Bucks team that didn't have Giannis, and then coming back the next night and get absolutely stomped by Giannis and the same Bucks team. So not really two teams that I want to trust. So let's move on and take a look at the Bulls and the Celtics. An interesting one here is the Celtics are laying eight and a half. Early in the season, I would have said, just ride with the Celtics. They're a cash cow. But it's been, uh, you know, not as dominating for the Celtics as of late. And plus, this is a really talented Bulls team that's riding into this game with a ton of momentum. Jinx, are you willing to ride with the Bulls getting eight and a half? You know, I would. I'd either look at the Bulls or I would honestly look at the over. First of all, Chicago's been playing way too well to be getting eight and a half points. I mean, mm-hmm. good for you if you like Chicago here. And by the way, Chicago has covered the number twice against Boston this season, and they've won out right once. One of the reasons I like the over is just game script, and the Celtics are one of the best three-point shooting team in the NBA. They're going to take a lot of shots from the perimeter, which just happens to be one of the Bulls' big weaknesses. They do not do a good job of guarding against the three-point shot, so I think Boston can generate a lot of points. Also, Chicago has really upped its scoring. They've been playing much better basketball. I know it's a real high total, but I already believe it moved up a half point since that number opened this morning, so I would either lean Bulls or I'd go over. Yeah, this is my favorite play of the NBA slate, taking the Bulls in the eight and a half here. Mm-hmm. A team, like I said, who's riding into this one with a ton of momentum. They've won three straight games. And like you said, they've matched up pretty well against the Celtics so far this season. A perfect 3-0 against the number when playing the Celtics. So eight and a half is a lot of points. Zach Levine's been on an absolute tear, coming off back-to-back games in which he scored 41 and 36 points in those back-to-back uh, games. I also think another good play that I am playing in this one, Zach uh, Levine over his three-point prop. I saw mm. in the article where uh, coach, uh, his coach was telling him to take more threes. He said, hey, dude, you're, you're on fire. Why not take more threes? And we've seen it. So the opportunity is going to be there. Zach Levine has attempted 12 threes last game and 13 threes the game before, hitting six and 11. So not only is he taking a lot of threes, he hit 50% last game and 84%, 11 of 13 in that game against the Sixers. So obviously those shooting splits are not going to continue, but I do believe over two and a half threes from minus 140 is a pretty solid play for Zach Levine. So going full steam on the Bulls. Chicago, please don't let me down. All right, let's go to the Knicks and the Bucks. Bucks laying two and a half. We've got a total of 221 and a half. Jenks, how are you playing this one? Let's do this. I like the Knicks. I'm going to grab the home dog here. Initially, I looked at this. I thought, oh, this is way short for the Bucs. But quietly, Milwaukee is not playing very good basketball, especially on the road. They've lost four of their last five on the road. They got destroyed, demolished by the Hornets. I believe that game was home on Saturday. So initially, I thought, okay, bounce back spot. But the Bucs just haven't gotten it done away from Milwaukee. Also, look at the Knicks. Probably the streakiest team in the NBA 
They've won four straight now. And in their last 17, Chelsea, the Knicks are 12 and five against the numbers. So give me the home dog. Yeah, time to run it back for the Knicks in the first half. The best team in the NBA. I think uh, this is a pretty solid full game play, too, because I do like the Knicks here. They're the hotter team. Even though the problem with the Knicks is they'll win, like, four games in a row, but then they'll, like, lose five in a row. So hopefully that does not start tonight. But I will be taking the Knicks. Looks like the first half is going to be the play for me. Just playing first half money line. uh, A little plus money there. And uh, they continue to be the best covering team in the first half against the spread of any team in the association. So like the Knicks in the first half, uh, let's go to Denver. The Nuggets and the Lakers squaring off. The Nuggets laying nine and a half points, totaled 239 and a half. And Jenks, I saw a tweet from LeBron James popping off Mm -hmm. about his team, which means they should be winning some games. Uh, So the Lakers don't look now. They're actually winning. Are you willing Mm -hmm. to... Roll with the Lakers getting the nine and a half here. No, I don't bet on the Lakers. I never know which team is going to show up. Now, I think the spread is too high. If I'm picking a side, I would pick the Lakers because they have been playing better. And the Nuggets, I like betting the Nuggets at home. They're pretty good against the number 12 and 7 this season against the spread when laying the number at home. But I think I like the total here. And the total is really high. It's 239 and a hook. So this is a crazy high total. But neither of these teams likes to play defense neither these are two of the bottom 10 defensive teams in all the entire nba and this is another total that has gone up like a half point so 29 and a hook is high i'm going over Ooh, uh i think i'll just take the nine and a half here too many points for lebron james and the lakers uh i know that the injury report always says like a question mark next to lebron because like we never know who's resting but this is a team on a mission. You know if LeBron's tweeting about his team that he thinks that there's something good going on, and he's right. They've won five games in a row. I know that last one over the Kings was a little controversial, a 136-134 to 134 win at the last seconds uh, for the Lakers. But still, I think 9.5, too many points. I wouldn't want to lay that big of a number with uh, Denver, even though clearly they're the better team, top team in the West right now. Let's go to Sacramento. The Magic are getting six and a half points on the road here, total 238 and a half. So I think this is kind of a tricky one. It's like a weird spread to where it's like kind of a lot of points, but still mm-hmm. Sacramento can score a ton of points. Jenks, do you have any clarity here? I like the Magic a lot here. And God, that's the thing is that the teams that I like, Like, I really don't want to trust bad basketball teams, but the numbers, if you can just tear away your mind from the idea that Orlando is a bad basketball team, which it is, they're 7-1 against the spread against teams with a winning record this year. They're 12-4 against the spread in their last 16 games overall. They just beat the Warriors on the road outright as a seven-point dog. Paolo Bancaro continues to produce. Again, I know they're a bad team, but they do cover six and a half, a lot of points. I'll grab the Magic. Yeah, I wonder what Paolo Bancaro's points prop is in this one. Because usually when you're playing the Kings, it's a good time to play player props because the Kings usually are playing in these high-scoring games. Uh, Paolo Bancaro, yeah, he's scored a ton of points lately. Uh, coming off games of 25-30, 25-21, and 15. So maybe that's something to play, but I would imagine that it is built into the number. Yeah, 21 and a half. I think I would take the over on that and De'Aaron Fox usually a cash cow for prospectors as well his total is pretty high though at 25 and a half so we shall see 
Uh, Jenks taking a quick look at the odds for uh, the NBA, who wins it all. It looks like the Celtics are still the favorites at plus 400. Bucks plus 550, Nets 8-1, to Warriors 9-1. to Is there a value play you see in there? I think a lot of us kind of like the Bucks to start the season. Do you still like the Bucks? Yeah, I think so. And plus, at some point, I don't think they've gotten Chris Middleton back yet. So no. they're they're not playing their best basketball right now, but they've still played very well. Giannis has been out of his mind with the exception of Saturday. They'll get Chris Middleton back plenty of season yet to go. So I would still be on the Bucks. Yeah, like the Bucks too, if we can get Chris Middleton back in the lineup. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.